How would you like to speak to thousands of people in your pajamas without leaving your bedroom? Here's the thing. You need to be getting on podcasts yesterday. Why? Because podcasters are hot. Over 73 million Americans listen to podcasts and that number is growing every month. That's insane. Here's the problem. There are currently over half a million podcasts and finding the right ones is like finding a needle in a haystack. Podcast booking agencies charge thousands of dollars to book you on shows and they usually just spam podcasters like me. Hosts like myself get pitched all the time and we don't have time to research every potential guest. In fact, I turned down 95% of pitches. And this is why I created Podbooker. Podbooker.com is the first platform where guests can easily pitch hosts and hosts can find great guests. It's like a podcast dating site. Use our simple search algorithm to find the perfect hosts in seconds, increase your acceptance rates with our bio templates, video pitches and powerful profile pages, easily communicate and follow up with hosts with a few clicks, keep a record of all the podcasts you've been featured on, learn how to become a rock star guest with our academy tutorials featuring award winning podcast hosts and much much more. So what are you waiting for? Head over to podbooker.com. Warning, this is not your average podcast. We don't do I'm average around here. Boring doesn't exist. And we don't have patience for small-minded, petty excuses. Maybe I'm just not good enough. We're all about getting real, staying motivated, and taking imperfect action. This is The Daniel Geffen Show. And now, introducing your charmingly unfiltered, overly obsessive, yet refreshingly insightful host, Daniel Geffen. Hey everyone, it's Daniel Geffen again. I'm actually on vacation right now with my family. And I noticed that yesterday while I was with my kids, they were like jumping in the pool and I was like obsessed with like making sure I capture every moment like you know I was like videoing and taking pictures and and then like I realized like I was so caught up taking the the pictures and capturing the moments that I I wasn't living in the moment and all they saw was 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 the camera the whole time they didn't see their father and 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 it really bothered me because I'm like you know I've got this, you know, one week with the kids and with the family and just, you know, want to enjoy it. and I want them to have memories and, and I don't want them to think about, you know, their father just taking pictures all the time. I want them to enjoy being with me and I, I want to enjoy being with them. And, you know, when I look around, I see everybody's caught up in the same thing. Everybody's trying to document their life, but they're not living it. You know, I see all these parents just like taking pictures and videos of everything. And, you know, today I went down to breakfast and I see this old couple (laughs) and, you know, this, this like old man has got his phone out and he's like taking pictures of the food and he's videoing the food. And I'm thinking in my head, dude, just eat the damn food. Just enjoy the food. Stop taking pictures and videos of it. Just eat it. But this is where we've gone as a generation. We've kind of just, I think we've just fallen into this obsession with needing to capture everything on a camera and and I think we're losing out I think we're really losing out in life and actually last week I was on a trip with uh, you know a couple of friends who went up north um, and we know there was singing and dancing and we were really having a great time and I found myself you know wanting to take videos and pictures of everything and 
Everyone else in the group was just enjoying themselves, and I was just sitting there taking pictures and videoing. And I just kind of woke up and I realized, well, why are they having all the fun? And they're living the moment and they're enjoying it, and I'm the one behind the camera. I don't want to be the one behind the camera. And that's kind of when I had this like epiphany, which is like, you know, do you want to be the spectator of life? Or do you want to play life? See, if you go to a sports uh, match, whatever it is, you know, a, a football game, a basketball game, a baseball game, right? You've got the players, and then you've got the people watching the game, and then you've got the people who are documenting the game, the people who are, who are the photographers, right, the videographers, and they're sitting there behind the camera, right? So the players are actually the ones getting the exercise, they're enjoying it, they're making the money, right? They're the wealthy ones, and they're the ones having a good time, and they're living the game, they're playing the game. And then you've got the spectators who are just kind of sitting there and they're just watching. But at least they're enjoying the, the, the game, right? But the photographers and the videographers, they're so caught up with trying to get the right angle. They're so focused on trying to get the perfect picture and the right camera angle and the right, you know, setting. And they're not even enjoying the game. They're not even able to enjoy the game. And that's when I realized, like, I don't want to be the photographer of life. I don't want to be the videographer of my kids' lives. I don't want to, you know, spend the whole, my whole life just videoing everyone around me. You know, my kids are, are growing up quickly. You know, my oldest is 10. I've got uh, an 8-year-old, a 5-year-old, a 2-year-old, and one on the way. And before you know it, like, literally, the, you know, they'll be married off. And all I'll have left is a bunch of videos and pictures. And I don't want that. That's, you know? And it kind of got me really thinking. Social media. The whole thing about social media, about, you know, a lot of the times, why are we taking pictures? Why are we videoing? Why are we documenting? We're doing it because we want to share it online. And, and if I could be really blunt for a minute, I think it comes from a place of, you know, I need to show everyone that look what I am, look what I'm doing, right? It's like, it's kind of a, a, a type of FOMO, you know, when you, you don't want to leave the party early because, you know, you're worried that you're going to miss out on something, right? You think that when you're going to leave, then the party's going to really get started or something's going to happen and you're going to miss out, right? And this happens all the time, right? We have FOMO, right? Oh, if I don't go with them, I might miss out. And I feel like you get that with social media, right? Like, oh, I need to know what's going on. Like, I need to check out what everyone else is doing. But I feel like there's also a type of FOMO where if I don't post, like, people are not going to know what I'm doing. And I know that sounds crazy, but, but for some of you, this is gonna, you're going to relate to this. I've had days where... I hadn't posted and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't posted on, on Facebook yet today. And it's like this pressure to post. There's a pressure. There's an actual pressure that I feel that I need to post something on Facebook because you know, people are not going to hear from me. God forbid. And it, it sounds crazy, but it's like, and so what? What's going to happen? So what? So you switch off and people are like, hey, I haven't seen you post lately, Daniel. Big deal. 
Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I was too busy living my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm too busy living my life. I'm sorry that I didn't post today. And, and it's like this, you almost become a slave to social media. You become a slave to everybody saying, Hey Daniel, you didn't post today. What am I, your slave? You own me? Yeah, essentially your Facebook feed owns you. It owns your life because you have to keep feeding it. That's why it's called a feed. I actually just thought about that. I'm, pretty, I'm really proud of myself. The social media feed, you have to feed because it's like your master, right? You're, you're, you're its slave. You have to feed the master. You've got to feed the feed. And then I started thinking about my business. And I started to think about how much time I waste, right? Even when I'm at work, checking my social media, checking Facebook, checking Instagram, right? And, and even having to post stuff that has nothing to do with the business. And, and this is where I started to think about how, and I'm not saying that I'm going to do this, right? Because let's be honest, I'm going to be very honest with myself here. I'm, I'm really attached emotionally to, to my social media, right? I mean, and for those of you that think you're not attached, I mean, what would happen if someone hacked into your Facebook account and deleted all your friends on Facebook? Now, imagine someone did that. Imagine someone went into your Facebook and just deleted the whole account. How would you feel, right? It would feel pretty bad, right? Because we're attached to it. There's an attachment. We've, we've created an emotional attachment, and Facebook is really good at this. They get you sucked in, and it feels like it's a piece of me. It feels like it's a part of myself, right? Like it's an extension of who I am, my Facebook account, which is pretty pathetic and sad. But you know what? At least I'm aware of it. The first step to recovery, so to speak. The first step to solving a problem is to at least be aware that there's a problem. And that's key. And I'm aware of it. And I know that I'm not ready to switch off Facebook. And maybe it's not the right thing to do just yet. But what I do want to do is I just want to be aware of the fact that I spend way too much time on it. And if I didn't spend as much time on it, I think my business would do much better than it is. I think I would live a, a happier, healthier life, and I think my business would do better because there's an 80-20 rule, right? 80% of your success will come from 20% of what you do, okay? And I don't think that the 20% of what I do that's successful is, is social media. If I look at my business, for example, and I look at where do my clients come from, they're not coming from, you know, random Facebook posts. And they're not coming from me scrolling down Facebook feeds and looking at other people's pictures and videos and comments. That's not where business comes from. Business is coming from mainly strategically setting up appointments, reaching out to people who I think are the right fit for my company. It's putting out specific content to do with, you know, podcasting or, you know, getting on podcasts. Like, that's that's where I would say most of my business is coming from. It's coming from referrals. It's coming from relationships. And you don't need to post on Facebook every day to build relationships. You don't need to post on Facebook every day to get business meetings, right? So from a sort of living perspective, just living a, a happier life, I think just being able to detach from social media and just being in the moment and being aware that I don't need to take a picture right now. I don't need to take a video right now. I don't need to post. I don't need to see what's going on. 
I could just be here with my wife, with my kids, and enjoy myself. And from a business perspective, I don't need to be posting on social media all the time for my business to prosper. Because there's a justification. We say, oh, it's for business. Because three years ago, I didn't have a Facebook account. The only reason I started my Facebook account was for business. Because I said, oh, I need a Facebook account so I can build the brand and, 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 and I can you know, post about my business and, and people could see who I am and therefore they'll trust me and like me and, and know who I am and therefore they'll do business with me, which is all true. It's all true. Every, you know, everything, every lie has an element of truth to it. If it didn't, it wouldn't stand up, right? Every single lie, if you think of any major lie, has to have some element of truth within it. Okay, and by the way, I'm not just going on a whole rampage of social media is bad and let's all delete our accounts, let's burn our bras, right? No, there's a healthy balance. Use social media. Don't let social media use you. Have an incredible day, everyone, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. You just heard another imperfectly perfect, powerful piece of positivity, practical perceptions from your daringly dashing host, Daniel Geffen. Don't foolishly miss out on other epic episodes. Uh-oh. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go on, give it a smash, then get on with your day. And don't forget to make it epic.